Now that we're making our way into another competitive season, I thought that it would be a good idea to release an episode on conditioning your horse after winter. Getting back into the swing of things is not as simple as greasing the wheels on your horse trailer and hitting the road. You really need to get your horse on a specific conditioning program so that they are ready for the competitive season ahead. If I asked you to run a 5K right now, how do you think you would do? If you aren't a regular runner, then I'm guessing that you may have a bit of difficulty. Your legs may burn, your lungs might burn, you may not even be able to complete the full 5K. Even if you do, there may be several walk breaks in between. And if you really push yourself, how do you think you are going to feel the next day or even the next few days? Your legs might be sore, you might have trouble sleeping, who knows what sort of issues may sprout up as a result. Would you want to put your horse through something like that? I doubt it. Now, I know we aren't asking our barrel horses to run a 5K. At best, they probably only need to run for 17 seconds or so, but that doesn't mean that we don't need to condition them after a long winter where they were taken off their regular exercise schedule. For many of us, particularly if you live in a place that gets snow for an extended period of time like I do, your horse has had a bit of a relaxed last few months. We can look at my situation in particular. The snow came to Alberta sometime around the beginning of November, if I remember correctly. The ground didn't freeze right away, which meant that I was still able to ride in my outdoor arena for a while longer than in the previous year. However, by the end of November, everything was frozen and there was a good layer of snow on the ground. Throughout the rest of winter, I worked junior by doing a combination of a few different things. Some days I would go out, saddle up, and we would ride in the outdoor arena in the snow. Sometimes I would take him out of the arena and we would go trot and walk up and down the hills of the property that we live on. Other days, I would just lunge him at the trot for half an hour or so in the snow. On those days when it was really, really cold and windy, and I didn't want Junior to get sweaty or to start breathing hard, I would just hand walk him to get a bit of movement in. From this, you can see that Junior didn't get much loping done during the winter. His conditioning in that regard is way down. He is still relatively fit when it comes to trotting. He's had some really good exercise sessions, long trotting through deep snow, which is great, but I'm pretty much starting at square one when it comes to loping, which I'm fine with. I don't have any competitions lined up right now, so I have plenty of time to get Junior in shape for wherever I decide to take him in the coming months. So for developing your conditioning program, there are a few caveats that I just want to start off with before we get into the thick of things. The first thing is that you need to take things slowly. Your horse didn't get out of shape with a snap of your fingers, 
and he isn't going to get back into shape quickly either. Again, think about yourself. How long do you think it will take you to get in shape for that 5K we just talked about? If, you know, if you've spent the last four months laying on the couch and only walking between the fridge and your computer chair, do you think it's going to take longer than a week? Longer than a month? Maybe. And it's no different for your horse. This is going to be a bit of a process and you need to be patient. Which brings me to my next caveat. You need to plan accordingly. You can't expedite this process. If you have an event in two weeks, cancel it. Your horse will not be ready. And to be frank, it is your fault for either not starting the process sooner, not letting your horse get out of shape in the first place, or planning to attend an event that is too soon in the year. I will be straight with you. If your horse hasn't been working, it could take three or four months for him to get back up to speed. We're at the end of April now. If you're just starting your conditioning program now, that means you could be looking at the end of July or August before your horse is actually fully conditioned. By that time, the competitive season is well underway and a lot of rodeos have already come and gone. So please just keep that in mind. If that's your predicament this year, then... Keep it in your mind for next year to start things sooner. Another caveat is that every horse is going to be different. If you have an eight-year-old, that horse is going to have a quicker time getting back into shape than my 20-year-old gelding is going to, plain and simple. It's just like looking at a 20-year-old college kid versus a 45-year-old dad of three who has an office job. One is going to be ready for that 5K a lot faster than the other. My last caveat is that your conditioning program is going to need to be developed based on where your horse is currently at. If you haven't rode at all since last October, you are going to have a lot more work ahead of you than someone who was riding the same, but instead of riding six days a week, cut back to just three days a week. In my case, I'm kind of in the middle. Junior hasn't been completely off, but he hasn't loped around a lot in a long time, and he certainly hasn't made a run since the beginning of winter. So how I decide to approach this spring's conditioning program is going to take all of that into account. Another thing I will say is if you're serious about getting your horse conditioned and making concrete, measurable progress on a regular basis, I highly encourage you to download some sort of riding app. I use Equilab, E-Q-U-I-L-A-B, one word. It is a free app and provides all of the information that you would need to keep progress of your conditioning program. I am not sponsored or anything by Equilab. I just really like the app. It shows you all sorts of things, including how long you rode, how far you rode, 
how many minutes of your ride you walked, trotted, and loped. It shows your speed and all sorts of other statistics. One of the reasons I started using an app because I found that my horse can be quite variable from ride to ride. For example, riding four miles might take 20 minutes one day, but on another day it might take half an hour, depending on my horse's energy and how hard hard I push him. If my goal is to ride four miles every day, I can go by my tracker instead of my wristwatch. I will say that when you first start conditioning and even as you advance your horse, walking is going to be your best friend, especially if your horse has been completely off for a while. Walking is going to be an important part of your conditioning program. I never used to like walking my horses. I would get on and immediately get to long trotting and then loping back to trotting, etc., It wasn't until I was ready to cool my horse down that I would walk. However, now I see the value in walking. Not only is it a great introduction back into exercise for your horse, but it also helps in strengthening and limbering up your horse. There's really nothing better than allowing your horse to really stretch out on a long rein and really walk around. He is able to really stretch out his neck and top line, which is actually really, really important for preventing things like kissing spine. And especially if you have a horse that tends to carry their head really high. In addition, walking is really important for preventing injury. Just like humans, a horse's cardiovascular system will tend to become conditioned quicker than his tendons and ligaments can keep up. So if you allow your horse to gradually build up by the help of walking, you can help to prevent your horse from getting injured during the conditioning process, which would just extend the length of time that this is going to take. I guess I should also mention that before we get started, you need to be mindful of your horse's body condition. A lot of horses, especially if you ride a quarter horse, will come out of winter on the heavy side. If that is the case, you may need to dial back on his feet a bit. However, that being said, now that you are going to be exercising him more, he's going to be burning off more of that feed. But just something to be mindful of and to adjust your feet accordingly based on how you see his body score changing. If your horse is on the skinny side, definitely up his feed. Not only will he need to put on some weight to improve his body score, but he is also going to need feed in order to fuel his workouts now. Again, just watch for changes and adjust accordingly. Just be sure that If you do make any feed changes, whether increasing, decreasing, changing the kind of feed, that you do those changes gradually so that you're not disrupting your horse's gut. Um, The workouts in the beginning of your conditioning program are going to be relatively light. So 
the number of calories that a horse is going to burn through isn't going to be spectacular. So just things to keep in mind. And I also just wanted to touch on frequency for a moment. I know we're all busy and have a million things going on and other commitments beyond our horses, but I will say that if you are committed to getting your horse back in shape, you will have to carve out the time in your schedule to fit in your rides. Whether you have to get up a bit earlier or maybe you have to say no to something else, if you really, really want to make progress, you have to commit to this. In the beginning of your conditioning program, I would say that you need to be out there working your horse at least four times a week to get him in shape. Having a couple of days off in there will be good for a horse that's getting back into shape as it's going to allow him to recover from his workouts and come back for the next ride stronger. As you move along in the conditioning program, you can up your rides to even as much as six days a week. I would never suggest riding seven days a week. I think every horse, regardless of what level they are at, needs at least one day off a week, not only for their body to recover, but for their mind to recover as well. All right, so as I've said, how your conditioning program looks will depend on where you start from. If your horse has been exercised very little or not at all for three months or more, you basically need to consider yourself as starting at square uno. Your horse is not conditioned at all. Even though I have been working junior mm, five or six days a week for the most part, I am pretty much considering us starting at square one at this point. So you can start out your rides, as I said, with a walk. Walk a mile to start and see how your horse seems to handle it. I would hope that your horse would be able to handle that without becoming out of breath or sweating, but you never know. If your horse is that out of shape, then that is where you will start. If your horse is in better shape than that, then you may be able to start off a bit further along in this conditioning program. Just remember to listen to your horse and push him or pull back accordingly. All right, so you will want to walk your horse a mile each time you work him for a week. Again, if your horse is farther along, you can start farther along with this. After a week, you can work up a bit, walk your horse for half a mile, then ask for a trot. Trot for a quarter mile. If you're posting, which I would say you should be for this, make sure that you post for an even amount of distance on each diagonal. Once you've trotted a quarter mile, bring him back down to a walk for the remaining quarter mile. Do that for a week. From this, we can introduce the lope. Walk your half mile, trot a quarter mile, walk a quarter mile to let him catch his air, lope until he's breathing a bit harder on one lead, walk until he gets his air back, 
lope again until he starts breathing on the other lead and then walk till he's cooled down. So you're walking, you're trotting, walking, loping, let him catch his breath, at a walk, lope on the other lead, cool him out. I would say that you should stay with this for a couple of weeks. Um, each time, hopefully, it will get a bit longer and long. Well, I shouldn't say that. You should be noticing that you can lope longer before he's breathing hard and that it takes shorter walk periods for him to catch his breath. Each time you work your horse, be sure to start with a different lead. So say on Monday, my loping, I started with doing the left lead first. On, say, Tuesday, start with your right lead first. Um, it's, it's just because, you know, if you're always starting with one particular lead, you're going to end up riding more on that lead because he's going to feel fresher. By the time you get to that second lead, he's already loped some distance. He's going to be a little bit tired, so he's probably going to lope a shorter distance before he gets breathing hard. And we want to keep our horses as balanced as possible. So always going back and forth between which lead you start with. At this point, depending on how far your horse can lope before breathing hard, you're going to be likely riding close to two miles at this point, And you should be around a month or so into your conditioning program. From here, you should continue to increase the distance you are going until the workout is a four-mile ride. And you also want to try and cut down on the amount of time spent at the walk between the trotting and loping sections. In the beginning, like I said, your horse is going to need those walking stretches to catch his breath. But as he gains back his conditioning, he should need less and less time to recover. So our aim after going through all of this, I would say you would have a fully conditioned horse when you can walk a quarter mile, trot three quarters of a mile. So that's your first mile. Lope one mile on one lead. Go to the next lead, lope another mile. So that's miles two and three. Long trot for half a mile, slow trot for half a mile. So that is four miles and that is what you need to be working up to. Once your horse is able to do that, you're ready to start the barrels again at the lope after you've done your four miles. So you would do your four miles and then you could head to the barrels for a bit of work doing that. I will say that if your horse tends to be on the hotter side, you may want to increase the time spent walking at the beginning and ends of your workouts just in order to keep him as calm as possible. As far as breathing or sprinting goes, I wouldn't do that until your horse is able to handle the full four miles. 
Give him a week of working through those four miles regularly. And then you should be okay to do a bit of sprinting or maybe even try to do a run. I would just be cautious with the quick stuff. Like I said, those tendons and ligaments take time to get conditioned. You don't want to injure your horse by pushing him too hard, too fast. Your safest bet, actually, I would recommend staying away from the pen or the barrel pen. If you want to do some fast stuff, just do some sprints in a straight line, no turns. And that's going to start to allow him to develop those parts of his body that are required for running um, without throwing in the potential danger of making those super tight turns. Of course, the muscles needed to do a barrel turn will need to be developed too, but you don't need to do that all at once. And those muscles will start getting developed as you reintroduce barrel work and start, you know, doing loping drills, your dry work on the barrels. And I also just wanted to touch on hill work quickly. Um, The property where I live is full of hills. In fact, pretty much the only flat piece of land is where my arena sits. Hill work can be a great asset in your conditioning program as it can help to develop tons of muscles in your horse's body without being super high impact. In particular, a horse's top line and hindquarters can greatly benefit from working on hills. As with everything else, start with a walk walk your horse up and down some hills. As your horse builds strength, you can gradually work in some trotting and possibly some loping. Uh, The hills here are a bit too steep to be doing anything too fast like that, so I usually stick to just walking and trotting. At the end of the day, I would say that you just need to keep a few things in mind with this conditioning process. Remember that your horse is an individual and every horse will become conditioned differently. Take your time and listen to your horse. If you feel like he is struggling to recover, maybe pull back a hair or keep him where he is at until he starts to improve in his workouts. Don't push your horse harder than he can handle just because you want to run at a specific event in two or three weeks. If you push a horse that isn't ready, you could just end up with an injured horse that will only set you further back from where you want to be. Uh, I know it's cliche, but in this case, slow and steady really (laughs) does win the race, even though speed is the name of the game in barrel racing. Keep your workouts consistent and moderately challenging for your horse and you will be sure to see steady and gradual improvement. All right, everyone, that's it for this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed what you heard and got some value out of the podcast today. If you did, I'd love if you would subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you listen. 
Also be sure to check out A Cowgirl and Her Horse on Facebook and Instagram. You can also head over to anchor.fm to leave a voice memo. Ask a question, leave a comment, or just say hello. Lastly, be sure to check out a cowgirlandherhorse.com slash deals for all sorts of exclusive offers and to get 10% off your entire order at horse.com. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, it's always a good day to ride.